Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hands-On Safety. Today, we're going to be talking about um, setting up emergency contacts and setting up emergency SOS services on your phone and smartwatches and uh, talking a little bit about some apps that are out there to help keep you safe. So with me today is George. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. How you doing? And Megan. Hello, everyone. Hope you're staying safe out there. And the first thing that we're going to talk about today is why you should do this. Why is it important to set this kind of stuff up on your phone? Anybody want to chime in on this? Sure, I'll be the first one to chime in on this. Um, I think it's really important, particularly um, when you're out and about by yourself or even when you're amongst friends. Um, you can put information that you find useful on your phone. Uh, with some of these, uh, with most phones, like with the Android in particular, you can p- uh, put information such as, you know, if necessary, your blood type, whether you're a diabetic, uh, whether you have a heart condition. So that first responders really get there on the scene and you're unconscious and the person you with doesn't know your medical history or that pertinent information that they need right there, you can get to that on your phone. Uh, so I think that's really important as well. And then some of these other apps you have on for uh, your own personal safety and protection. Um, real simply, you know, we'll talk about some of these apps uh, later on, but you know, when you're out and about alone, and someone comes up to you and they don't have the best intentions, some of these apps can actually save your life. And so that's what we're hoping that some people will get from this, that this actually can be used for them for their own self-preservation. Yes, uh, I believe you can add uh, your blood type, your uh, any other health conditions that you may have in the health app within your iPhone as well. Um, yep, and I'm going to try to transfer do... over to your watch as well. I'm going to try to do a maybe a short demonstration of that today um, as well, just where to find that in the health app. But you can add uh, your health information, your um, any kind of allergies, and any additional notes that you might need, as well as emergency contacts into that app. And that will give uh, medical personnel an ability to access that information without having to open your phone and go into uh, all your other apps that can be accessed right from the home screen or the lock screen. Excuse yes, me. especially if you're not responsive or whatever, you can't unlock your phone with Face ID or Touch ID or your passcode or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. so it's easy. And I like that people can find you. If, if you have it set up so that you can send your location to a family member or a trusted friend, that when you're in trouble, it says, hey, this is where I'm at, even if it's not necessarily an emergency, but it, it gives you a link to other people that could find you if they needed to. And actually on iPhone, if you set it up, if you have like a few emergency contacts, you can set it up so that it will send your location to your emergency contacts but if you don't stop it in settings, I found this out a few months ago, actually. If you don't stop it in settings, it will continue setting, sending locations to your emergency contacts. Yeah, I found that out as well by accident. Um, my phone locked up. I was trying to reboot it without voiceover and um, held my lock screen button down for too long. And then I got a call from 911 
and a text from both my parents saying, uh, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> well, it's nice to know it works. <laughs> Everything's good. But I've thank accidentally you. tested these things a few times. Yes. <laughs> and for yeah. something we should talk about, too, if you're, if you're going to uh, test some of these apps, um, those that you're putting inside of your contacts, let them know that you're using this app and that you're testing it. So they receive anything from you within a certain period of time that it's only a test. Uh, anything after that might be real. You know, so that's, you know, if you're going to use it, use some type of app, make sure you test it, but let those, let those involved in it know that it's, you will be testing it with them and that they are part of your, your safety uh, protocol. That's a very good idea. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> when I accidentally did this the other day and I could, or not the other day, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, actually, I, couldn't figure out how to stop it and i didn't realize for a long time that it was sending constant updates to my emergency contacts so my brother's calling me my friend is calling me <laughs> like is everything okay i'm like yeah i'm trying to figure out how to stop it <laughs> yeah i did uh it did take me a while to figure that out as well so that is um you know doing it by accident is a downside to setting up some of this um especially with the watch i did actually disable this feature on my watch because i found that it it was very easy if i um my hand was bent at an odd angle for too long it might push the button and hold it down and uh so at least that portion of it i disabled on the watch but i do still have it on the phone um and have it set up that i can hold the lock screen button down and the one of the volume buttons down for about five seconds as opposed to uh, the other option which is pressing the lock screen button i think five times quickly um just to keep from doing things by accident but so far so good i've only messed it up once that actually <laughs> happened to a friend of mine he was wearing his watch when he was playing um hockey and he didn't know it but he when he got off the ice and he took out, like he was all done with hockey and stuff and he checked his phone, he had like calls from his parents and everything like, what's going on? Are you okay? And he's like, oh no. Because <laughs> the glove had pushed down on the watch ah, gotcha. button. So it's quite easy to do. You got to be <laughs> careful with it, but it can be. Anyway, I'm done with my stories. <laughs> <laughs> so we've always kind of covered this, but um, your options for getting emergency information out there um, on your devices is definitely setting up emergency contacts and, you know, possibly putting, listing those people in your contacts as ICE in case of emergency so that when um, someone looks in your phone, if they need to access your contacts, if they look under the ICE, they'll they'll find those names and um, putting that in front of the person's name in your contacts can help them find that or they could even search ICE and find those names in your contacts if they had to. And both of those can be done with the iPhone or the Android. Yeah, I do have a comment about uh, adding people to your uh, in case of emergency contacts. Um, pick individuals that you know will answer your phone. Uh, I think friends, friends and family that I adore and love dearly, 
but I know they never answer their phone for anyone. Uh, they find people that will let it ring and they'll call you back. Uh, but you may not be, you may be in a situation where you can't do that, uh, or, or is not, um, in the best interest for them to call you back. So I suggest you make sure you have individuals that you know you can trust. Doesn't have to necessarily be a family member, uh, but a friend or someone that you do trust that can actually relay the message to your family if necessary, or that can come to your assistance if that's also a requirement for that situation at the time. And I think, you know, depending on the situation, you may also want to set up uh, some kind of code word with that person so that they they know that it's you, it's an emergency, and that that one word may be all you need to say. Absolutely. Yeah. Or if you're in a situation and you are able to actually text, you can text that word to that person mm -hmm. and they know you're in trouble. Um, my mom and I actually have that system. That's great. What's your password? No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> we'll cover that on another episode. <laughs> But both of those things, um, emergency contacts, you can set that up on any device that you have. Um, doesn't have to be iPhone, doesn't have to be Android. Um, doesn't matter what type of Android phone you have. It can be set up anywhere. So uh, the Apple Watch and the iPhone also have what is known as emergency SOS. And we've talked about that just briefly as well. And that is where you can at the press of a button, call 911, send your location information to an emergency contact, uh, whether it's pushing a button rapidly a couple times or holding that button and or combination of buttons down. And um, Android does not have this, but you can call 911 from the lock screen of an Android phone or by turning, uh, holding down the button till, you know, uh, to bring up the power off screen, there's an emergency call button there as well. Uh, I believe iPhone has it on the passcode screen as well, I believe, unless they've changed that. They do, yes. So I noticed that it is still on the screen uh, where you enter your passcode, but it is no longer on the lock screen itself so that um, you know, if you're using Face ID, it's not going to come up. And I guess the solution to that would be to not look at your phone when you try to open it. Uh, make sure that passcode field comes up to get to your emergency contacts. And of course, if uh, someone else is trying to use your phone, um, they're going to be looking at your phone and Face ID is not going to register. And they would be able to get to that emergency contact information at that point. But it is buried a little bit further than it used to be. So our last option for uh, using your phone as an emergency device is some apps. And we will talk about some of those apps later on and um, discuss the details of them a little bit, but um, mostly just give you some ideas of what's out there. So the first thing I want to talk about today is how to initiate those in case of emergency contacts if you have them set up on your phone. So if you are not responsive and unable to use your phone, a medical professional could at that point use Siri, use Google, Bixby, whatever your device's assistant is to call an ICE number and have 
a list of options come up to choose from so that they don't have to go into the contacts of your phone. But in order for that to happen, you would need to have your device set to allow phone calls from the lock screen with the assistant without unlocking your phone. And to add a contact on the iPhone, you're going to go to either the contacts app or the phone app. And if you go to the phone app, you're going to choose contacts, which is at the bottom uh, in the center of the screen. If you have a home button, it would be directly above your home button. If not, it's going to be directly above your charging port. And you would tap on that contacts tab or double tap if you're using voiceover and find the add button in the top right corner and it's going to automatically plus sign if it is a plus sign yes visually. so once you've tapped on that plus sign button to get into your contact you're going to be automatically dumped into the first name field um, and a keyboard will come up at the bottom of the screen at this point you can type out the name you want on your keyboard or you can use uh, dictation to say the name that you want to enter in there. And then you would move down field by field, filling in the contact information that you want, and then find your done button in the top right corner again. What I want to go over real quick is how to add your contact into your Android phone. It's really simple. It's not much different than the iOS system. Uh, you're going to go to your, your phone icon, um, you tap on the uh, icon where for you to dial numbers. Uh, for, for me and my phone, it's, uh, it's a seven. So I go where it says contacts. It's recent and it's contacts. So it's uh, upper right-hand corner, contacts, and it'll pop up, um, create contacts. I hit that, and then you enter in the information that you have on there. Notice you can set them into groups as well. So you also have that option of setting into groups, um, which actually does help out quite a bit. Uh, so that's a nice for option. You. Yeah, so you that have different nice. groups. So I have a number of different groups I have on my phone as well. And I'm sure you want to create a group called uh, ICE. You could probably do that as well. And uh, so that could actually help out would make it a little bit easier. You know, having people on that that um, that list of yours. You yeah, know, you, that's okay. You're done. Just save it, and then you're good to go. Not much more than that. Okay. Awesome. So I'm going to do a quick demonstration of setting up. Uh, your emergency SOS on an iPhone and I have my iPhone here and the two options that you have for doing this are to hold the power button and one of the volume buttons for about five seconds and it will automatically call 911 as well as send a message to your emergency contacts with your location or you can press the power button five times rapidly to accomplish the same goal. And it's up to you which one you set up. If you have the first one set, uh, or if you want to use the holding, uh, rapidly pushing the button five times, it will allow you to hold the power button and the volume button at the same time for five seconds as well. You don't have to have both of them turned on, but if you have the rapid press option turned on, you still have the option of using the other. It doesn't override it as an option. So the first thing I'm going to do is go into settings and speech on. Turn my speech back on. App switcher settings active. And I already have settings Actions open. Available. So I'm going to double tap on that. Set settings. 
and I'm in the main screen of my settings. And from here, I'm going to, uh, I could either slide my finger down the screen to like a little further down the list, or I can start swiping to the right using my screen reader. And in this case, I'm gonna swipe to the right um, so that you can see about how far down the list this option is. Search, dictate, but Leslie Dixon, airplane mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular, personal hotspot, notifications, sounds and haptics, do not disturb, screen time, general, control center, display and brightness, accessibility, wallpaper, Siri and search, face ID and passcode, button, emergency SOS, button. So as you can see, it's a good little ways down. Um, now some of the things that I would consider doing um, that we've, we've passed up is going into your Siri and search options, making sure that you can use your phone from the lock screen. It can make calls without having to turn, uh, unlock your phone. But uh, right now, I'm just going to go into this emergency settings here. Settings. Double tapping. Settings. Back button. And it's going to automatically dump me at the top left corner to my back button. And now I'm going to just swipe through the screen again, flicking to the right. Emergency SOS. Heading. Animated image depicting the buttons on the iPhone required to call emergency services. So image. There is an diagram. Image here showing you which buttons to push. Press and keep holding the side button and either volume button to make an emergency call. Call with side button off. And I currently have that turned off. So I could at this point double tap on that. On. And it's going to turn that on. Call emergency SOS when you rapidly press the side button five times. Pressing and holding the side button along with the volume buttons will continue to work when this is on. Okay, so this is going to give me a second option. Auto call off. And I have auto call turned off. On. I'm going to turn that on. You may still need to specify an emergency service to dial when using emergency SOS in certain regions. Auto call requires a SIM card. Okay, so that now has enabled my phone so that when I press and hold the lock screen and a volume button for five seconds or I rapidly press the lock screen button five times, it's going to automatically call 911 for me. Great, because that's one less step that I have to do if I am in an emergency situation. And that is also going to send a text message to my emergency contacts, letting them know my location and that I might be in trouble. And um, to do that, you would set those emergency contacts up uh, through the health app on your iPhone so that it adds it as an option. And this is a similar process for the Apple Watch. Uh, so if you have an Apple Watch, you would go into the Apple Watch app. You would find the emergency SOS option in the settings and go through a similar process. And in that case, you would hold down the large button on the side of your Apple Watch for five seconds. And when it brings up the power off screen, you would go to the emergency option there. I think if you still continue holding it down, that it will automatically do it. Will it? I haven't tried that. So I, I for sure. can't remember if they've changed it or not. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really sure about that. So maybe something uh, that you want to try. And it, it never hurts to, if you do call 911, always go ahead and talk to them. Don't just hang up the phone. 
talk to them, say, hey, I did this on accident, or hey, I'm trying to set this up and I just needed to test this feature and make sure that it worked. Um, they're pretty understanding about that. Yeah, and also I think if you hang up, they'll call you back anyways. They so. do. That, yes. Yeah. So you might as well just, might as well just talk this, to them when you're on set, you know. Right. Um, but no, I'm looking on the um, Android phone. This feature is somewhat similar to that, but a lot, lot easier. All you have to do is hold the uh, power button, like usually on the right side of the phone. Squeeze it until you see emergency mode. Press the emergency mode button, which is like the third one. It's at the bottom. And all of a sudden, it's... It, uh, it goes through those procedures, but it'll save your battery. It makes your flashlight accessible, uh, message my locations accessible, um, your uh, phone calls and emergency alarms all on the same page. So all you gotta do is just find the button on there. And you can also go and manage your, um, your emergency contacts by going uh, to your emergency calls. So you push emergency calls, uh, correction, uh, correction, emergency, emergency calls take you to 911, sorry. Um, you go to where it says phone, uh, the phone option in the emergency mode. You push that. You go to your contacts. It'll also uh, show you all your emergency contacts as well as all your other numbers. Um, okay. And so that way you can make adjustments from there. Um, so that's something I've seen on the phone. Uh, but but said make sure if you push emergency call, don't push yes on it because it will make you call 911. Uh, so. See, I feel like that's just – more steps. There's more steps, but this one is easy. All you do is just squeeze the button until emergency mode shows up, and it offers you all those options all on the screen at one time. Right. Interesting. So that way, you know, you can choose which one you want to, if you need to, like I said, send a message, uh, call somebody, emergency contact. They even have like a little, a little alarm noise that they make, which wasn't that loud. I tried it. <laughs> well, I wasn't impressed with it. Um, but you do have, you know, these different options available on one screen, which compared to having to flip through screens or going back and forth makes a big difference. Now, if you are using a screen reader on your Android device, uh, I don't know for sure what you're actually supposed to hear. Um, I was going to try, but I couldn't find my Pixel phone within my tech bin because I just recently moved. Um, <laughs> so I will... Hopefully post that in the show notes if I can figure it out. Okay. And it, it can be different because there are different manufacturers for Android phones. Some of these options may not be the same. If you have an Android phone, whether it's a Samsung or a Google. There, they may be different. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There may be different things that show up. Um, the steps may be a little bit different. So, um, But at least that you guys mind. get the idea. Yeah. Of what you might need to do. So it may take a little bit of exploration on your part. And if you accidentally call emergency services, so be it. Like Leslie <laughs> said, just explain to them, you know, I just did this by accident. Uh, I didn't mean to do this. I'm playing around with things, trying to get things set up. So, Right. So another thing I'd like to mention is a nice feature on the Apple Watch that was released with the Series 4 Apple Watches, and that is fall detection. And this feature attempts to detect when you've fallen, and it will then um, send you a notification. If you've not gotten up after a minute, it will send you a notification letting you know that it's going to call your emergency contacts or send them a text message with your location. And then it will tap your wrist. It will vibrate on against your wrist trying to get your attention. And if that doesn't work, it will also sound an alarm. And if none of those things 
gets your attention and makes you stop that feature, then it will notify your emergency contacts that you may need help and send your location to them. So that is an option. If you want to turn that on, that is also in the watch app as well. However, if you are an active person, such as I am sometimes, uh, you need to be very careful uh, with this feature. I have it turned off just because I play a sport for the blind called goalball, and it's a high-impact sport. Um, so it, it's pretty, it can be pretty sensitive from what I've heard. Yeah, I've actually had it alert me uh, while I was bowling. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't you know if it bully, was. Boss, you need help. Did you get a strike? <laughs> no, I did not. Not with me or the bowling ball. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if it was because I was making a sudden stop at the end um, because of the motion of my arm as I was throwing the ball. I'm not really sure what triggered it, but it it did pop up while I was bowling back in October. And that is the one and only time I've had it accidentally come on. And the next thing is adding your medical information to uh, the health app on your iPhone, or if you have a medical ID app that separately, the health app is built into the, to the iPhone, but you may have a standalone app that you prefer, or may have something on your iPhone as well, or your Android as well, excuse me. Whatever um, device that is. Yeah. Um, but to do that, you would, um, at least with the iPhone app, the health app, if you go into the health app, and I will attempt to show that real quick. App switcher, settings, active, watch, active, watch, uh, active, open. actions available, health. hang on, open health, health, there we go, selected, summary, tab, one of two. Okay, so up at the 15, reach, summary, top heading. of my screen, profile button. I have a profile button, and if I tap on that profile Done. button, button, Leslie Dixon, medical details, health profile button. It's going to give me the option of adding medical details, health profile, emergency contacts, medical ID button, and my medical ID. And that is what would show up on my lock screen if uh, an emergency worker or medical worker needed to access that information. And um, you can put whatever information you need to in there. You put your emergency contacts in there. You put uh, any medical conditions you may have, as well as anything that you might be allergic to, your height and weight, uh, all that information that a medical professional may need to know if you can't give them that personally. Blood type. Blood yeah, type, like yes. That. Um, and that's definitely something you want to keep updated as button. much as possible. And in this case, they've and also the now incorporated <laughs> uh, health records into that because you can provide health information through your Apple Watch uh, for your doctors. App switcher. Which is Health. really cool. App, app switcher. It is. Settings. Active. And Watch. Active. Close all that and close my phone. Three notifications. And speech off. I'm going to turn my speech off so it doesn't do anything else. If your screen is locked and you have a do not disturb on, it shouldn't go 
But And George, you said that this is similar on the Android where you can go into that emergency information on your on your lock screen and add any medical information you need to in there as well, correct? Correct. So it's yeah. a, a similarity in that too. Yes, you do have that function as well. Okay. That's awesome. good. That's good. Yeah. Nice to know that, Sarah. So the last thing we're going to talk about today are some apps that may provide some of these functions as well as add additional functions that might be handy. And uh, Megan and I have not had the opportunity to test these apps for accessibility. So I don't really have any recommendations at this time, but we will work on testing some of these and getting those in the show notes for you. And there'll be links to these apps in the show notes as well. So feel free to, you know, download them and try them out yourself. And there um, was She's a list. Giving me lots of work to do. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I know. Well, you know. Gotta keep me out of trouble. That's right. <laughs> so some of these apps were listed as the top five safety apps of this year. And one of the ones that I liked the idea of was the ER Finder, and um, it's EMNet, and that is, uh, according to their description, the ability to use your location to find the closest emergency room and with one tap um, get you directions to that if you need it. See, even I'm learning things here. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that concept never occurred to me. Right. That's a good idea. Um, Siren GPS says that it will not only emit a loud tone, if or I might be mixing up my descriptions on this. Yeah, I think I am mixing up my descriptions on this. I don't remember. I think I'm thinking of the next one. So I may be mixing, I think I'm mixing that one up with uh, one called Scream Alarm that actually emits the sound of a woman screaming. I'm not really sure how I feel about that, but it is an option that's out there. Um, I believe the Siren GPS gives you a big call button, uh, like an emergency button on your screen to push that will immediately send your location and um, call 911 services for you. And then there are some options for that medical ID information, there's one called medical ID <laughs> and there's one called Rather fitting, ICE right? medical standard, right? Very self-explanatory. Um, and those appear to do very similar things to the medical ID information that's already available on your devices. And then there's an app called Circle of Six, which allows you to input six people that you would want to be contacted in case of an emergency. There's Stay Safe, oh, SOS, Stay Safe. And then there's a couple of apps that we haven't talked about, options that we haven't talked about that are not emergency, but something to consider. And that is simply uh, allowing people to track you in apps like Find My Friends, where if they couldn't reach you, they could potentially look in that app and at least see your location. Um, that's something that you want to make sure that you set up with people you trust and um, let them know that they can track you that way 
if you need to. And then there's also something similar to that called uh, Google Trusted Contacts. And you can do the same with that. You can import Trusted Contacts into the Google Trusted Contacts app and those people would have the ability to track you if they needed to. Yeah, Find My Friends is really great. Um, I know my mom has used it on me, <laughs> tracking me when I've been coming home from work um, mm -hmm. to make sure I'm home. Or I believe there's been stories of like some parents not being able to find their kids and they track it and they find their kids in a car accident so they can go help if they need to, you know, um, stuff like that. So it's a pretty cool thing. So yes, use it. Use it with caution because you don't want creepy people that you right. know following you. But may not no. even want friends or family members <laughs> exactly either. So um, keep that My in mind. <laughs> let me track her. So <laughs> well, I, mean, I think it's a there good example. Go. <laughs> I think it's a good example of um of how to use these apps, uh, especially so find your friends or find your daughter, whichever one comes first. Uh, there are apps for families they can use for their kids, particularly. Yes, there uh, are. But this one here, I mean, I think it's great. Like I said, you work in the service industry, and we talked about this earlier. And it's a great thing, people knowing, hey, I'm leaving work. I'll be home at this time. You know, give them some set parameters of, of when you're going to travel. So they know to be concerned or not to be concerned. Um, mm -hmm. Having apps like that are great. Uh, here in Savannah, Georgia, where I live, you know, we're really big on uh, the tourist industry. Uh, we have a lot of uh, bachelorette parties called the Woo, the Woo Girls. Cause they're going woo all the time. Uh, but there's like, <laughs> there's many times where I've seen some young ladies roaming around the streets and looking for their friends. So it'd, be right. a great, it'd be a great app for them to right. find their friends, you know, who's in some other bar or with somebody else. So there's, so it's knowing the one that use these apps, you know, that's how you should choose your apps, but what, what, how do I need it? When do I need it? And what's the purpose for me using this particular app? Like you know, for you, you know, or anyone in the service industry or with friends traveling, keeping in contact with each other, especially when you're in a different city uh, or you're going to an area was very highly populated um, and you have nights out. And I'm going to add to it as well. If you know, if you know there's going to be alcohol involved in your, you know, your festivities, definitely have an app like this. Absolutely. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Uh, Circle of six is probably another really good one to have. Um, He's letting people know exactly where you are. So there's another one for if you're going out with some friends. Uh, I mentioned before we talked about the SOS uh, Stay Safe. I, I like that one in particular as one function and uh, that I like about it. It's that it's, it's set by vibration. So you have some apps where you actually have to fumble around and put your fingers on it or hold it for a certain amount of seconds. If you take it off or don't take it off, it'll go off you know, and contact everyone. I think that's a big of an inconvenience. And sometimes you may not be in a situation where you're thinking clearly enough. Uh, with the SOS Stay Safe, you know, you can set the frequency um, on the app and it is activated by vibration. So by shaking your phone, you know, uh, vigorously, you know, you're mad at someone, you point out, hey, get away from me. For all they know, you're just shaking your phone at them, you know, because you're nervous what they don't realize is that you're actually activating the phone to contact individuals. You know, it sends out a message to people that, you know, gives the time that's going off, gives you a location. Um, and it gives you a, a one minute recording automatically. So you can say, Hey, get away from me. I don't know you. I'm on this street. You can actually give specific information 
and it gives about a minute of time of recording that will get sent to those individuals in your contact. So that's cool. Me, this is a very good app and it continues to update until you stop the updates. Nice. So it's a very good way that's of tracking. Nice. So if you find yourself in a really bad situation, like I said, to be able to set the intensity makes a big difference because you, you know, you said, you know, you set out heavy when, you know, if you're really shaking the heck out of it, you know, there must be something wrong. And again, let your people know that are in your contacts. I have this app. This is what it does. If you ever get this, this is the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can use these, these apps in conjunction with each other uh, for a better secure situation overall for you. Absolutely. And like Leslie and I said, we're going to be trying these apps out and we'll uh, let you guys know in the show notes um, what, what works with screen readers and what may not. So, yep. I'm looking forward to it. I always love testing out yeah. new things. New toys. Yay. New toys. <laughs> 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 well, guys, that is pretty much it. Uh, is there any, you might get any final comments? Not here. No, I think I'm good. I think we've covered almost everything. Um, actually, maybe one more thing. Um, okay. I believe on iPhone 7 and later, it's the power up button and one of the volume buttons but i believe for iphone 6 and below it's um the side button i think you i'm pretty sure you can do the um click five times of the side button um but i also believe it's the home button and the side button to activate emergency sos i think it is too so just wanted to mention that for those of you who are poor and can't afford the newer tech where you don't want to. So, <laughs> And you can find uh, information about this, and we'll put a link in this uh, in the show notes for this as well. Uh, you can find information about this on Apple's support pages. And oh, absolutely. I'm sure you can find uh, information out there uh, for Android as well. And we'll have links to all this stuff on our show notes. And, and we'll also provide... Book. Uh, links to this information on our website when we get it up and running. Also like to add, uh, it'd be great to hear comments either on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, if there's information that you feel that we should share as well, please feel free to go on and post it or tell us about some stuff, uh, updates you may be aware of, things we may have covered on these certain topics that we're covering each session. And if you have topics for us that you want us to cover, please ask us, you know. Yeah, we love the feedback involving safety. All right, we're not going to cover. Yes, please, please. You know, <laughs> nightclub events, you know. No, 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 no. no. Well, involving no. safety yeah. only it, as it pertains to being safe at a nightclub. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. Exactly. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So uh, that will segue us into the final information, and that is our email address for that feedback. So you can email us at feedback at handsonsafety.net. Uh, we are working on the website, www.handsonsafety.net. Hope to have that up and running in the next few weeks. You can also contact us on our Facebook page. Search for Hands on Safety Podcast on Facebook. And you can find us on Twitter at hands underscore safety. So unless Absolutely. you guys have anything else, I think that will wrap us up for today. Well, I think it's been a good episode. And like we said, feel free to contact us. We like the feedback. So all right. that's all I got. 
All right, right, guys. Well, we're going to say goodbye for today. And um, it's been great sharing this information with you. And we look forward to sharing more information with you in the future. All right. Until next time. Yeah. Thanks for joining. And we'll talk to you guys next time.